sports, 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 the eight-round exhibition draw of sports, apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Hey. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop Gentleman. Episode 168. How are we? We're here. Yeah. I feel pretty good, actually. That's a a long pause. (laughs) 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 Yeah, we're here. We're leftover free at this point. I don't know about you guys, but we're leftover free in this house. I just finished my last piece of pumpkin pie tonight. How's it feel? Feel good? No. <laughs> no, I don't. No. I don't feel no. good. But I never feel good. So, yes. well, there you go. Riddle me this: Is pumpkin pie in my world? Pumpkin pies down near the bottom of pies. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Well, it's only good cold. Mm, well, there's only two kinds of pie I like. So, hot and cold. Hot and cold. Yeah. Well, hot and cold and not cake. <laughs> That's right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Crumbles well, are fine. Well, yeah. Not e- even even at even if you were going to rank pumpkin pie as one of your lowest pies, it's still better than cake. You know what? True. We got True. Uh, we got a pecan pie. Mm. Oh, and, ooh, that's one of my faves. Do, is it okay? So in theory, mm-hmm. like, uh, it, it is one of my favorites. At least top yeah. ten. Uh, For sure, top ten. But this time when I had it, it was too sweet. It was like too... And I I think, you know, I was going back in my mind, you know... uh, Was this a Costco pie? Proustian. No, it was was, uh, from the pie (laughs) shop around the the corner. The taste. Oh. (laughs) The taste sparked your memories. The taste sparked the memory that I'm like, (laughs) you know, I think that pecan has always been this way. And I've never really thought it was. Yeah. Maybe it was, maybe the slices were too big. Maybe in like a smaller slice, it would be better. But, but I had it and I was like, yeah, I kind of feel like this is what pecan pie is. And I, I never really, really thought about it. What was the goop firm or kind of runny? It was firm. It was firm. Yeah. That's how it's, that's how it's gotta be. Uh, it wasn't... Yeah, pecan, pe- pecan's good. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I almost agreed with you right there, but after my experience where I've had... I had three servings, not all in the same night. What am I? Uh, and each time I came away thinking, you know, that wasn't... That was... Flavor-wise, it was good, but I don't feel good after eating it. It seems like a lot of sugar. You've just moved on with your it life. Is a, it is you've, a sugar bomb. It you've, is a very sweet, rich pie. Yeah. You've closed the door on a certain chapter of your life. <laughs> and, a, and, and now pecan pie, for you, is just going to... It's going to just have to live in your memory. But is this? does this take it one step closer to me being a cake man? I don't want to be a cake man. <laughs> no, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow your like roll I think on if you that start, one. Come if, on. If, if you start striking through certain types of pies, aren't you just moving cake up the list? Hmm. Well, you maybe might, you oh. just need to downgrade the genre of, of pie. Like maybe you're not the decadent kind of... Uh, kind of custardy pudding type of pie. Maybe you need to flip back to the fruit. Fruit pies are the best pies anyway, mm-hmm. I think. Get an apple pie, throw some cheese on it. See what you think about that. Yeah. See, apple pie's down there with pumpkin on my list. Oh, no way. Sir. <laughs> Incorrect. Overrated. Overrated. So what's your What's, what's your the best pie? pie? Yeah, what's your fruit pie of choice? Uh, top pies are... It's a tie between coconut cream and rhubarb. Mm. And don't mm. blaspheme by sprinkling in strawberries to cut that tartness of the rhubarb. Rhubarb straight up, no chaser. No <laughs> strawberry chaser on the rhubarb. I My really... Th- <laughs> I think we've talked about this before. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, my wife the other day, we were talking about food opinions and... Uh, our conversation about how you know we all like to make we all like to have opinions about the food that we don't actually make exactly yes yes and my wife was saying 
that she's like, well, that's kind of Reed's whole thing. He's he's <laughs> the most he's the most opinionated about food of like anyone I've ever met, and you've you've just completely been confirming. That. And the thing is, <laughs> for sure, you're never wrong. Why wouldn't I be? But you're yeah. not wrong either. But who yeah. has but who has a strong opinion? I oh, well, that's not true. I I, I have in laws that. Uh, would have strong rhubarb opinions that have strong opinions about uh, their cooking specifically but I would say more generally people who cook their own food aren't going to go out and be like this is the best pie like about their own cooking I think you do that when you uh, don't cook it or you have expectations about how it should be presented or how it should taste right like if I made the, I, I think most people are humble about what they create. Right? No. Okay. <laughs> no way. I said most people. I said yeah. most people. I, I when I when I made uh, my own collard greens, they're better than any collard greens I've ever had. Is that true? I believe. Yeah. That. I made collard greens like four or five months ago, and they were the best collard greens yeah. I've ever had. Uh, okay. Yeah. Good. It, just because they're made exactly how you like them, you think? How, why does that yeah, happen? Made with made with love. I don't know. I don't think I've ever made anything for myself that I thought that was the best that thing I've ever had. I think I've made really good things that I personally enjoy, but I don't know that I've ever thought, oh, this is the best. <laughs> this is the best tuna salad I've ever had. And lo and behold, it was made by my own hands. <laughs> well, yeah, you got a point. I mean, most of the time when I. Yeah, you know, are making what I like to call just concoctions. Like, mm-hmm. nah, this this probably work in here. I'll throw that in there. Man, I made some kind of black bean chicken soup thing a couple months ago, mm. and it was repulsive. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> this was a swing and a miss, man, this thing. And I made a huge pot of it, you know, because I was like, I'll eat this all week. It'll be fine. It was, a, it was terrible. But I just, yeah. I mean, I don't even know that I'm saying it's terrible. It's just like I've never thrown together a pot of chili and been like, by God, this is the best chili I've ever had. It'll be like, yeah, I did a really good job. But I don't ever think, like, I'm going to put my cooking at the top of the list. I did make a mean bowl of ramen yesterday. And I just mean, like, instant ramen. Hot water. Did you put like an egg in it? It's like chopped ramen, yeah. I was like, man, <laughs> this stuff is good. Really nailed it. It's just it's about the way you the way you like it. You can you can tweak it the way you the way you like it. I don't know. Right, but I think like I'm starting to wonder if like our opinions about things we don't have control over are stronger than the opinions we do. Specifically around food. Like if I'm served something, I think it has a better chance of reaching the top of my list than if I make it myself. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that I've made that I I, I, Yeah, Rowdy, you're the exception. It's like you're you're really good at a lot of things. Yeah. So I would expect Surprisingly. (laughs) Yes. 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 That is true. Which it makes you wonder, and we I think we've talked about this before, but like think of all the things that you've never tried that you might be one of the best in the world at. You've just never attempted it. You never know. Like I could be a great prodigy. I could be a fantastic spear fisherman. Mm Mm-hmm. I've no doubt you would be. I probably, as long I, as you, I mean, uh, I don't know. Your magnet fishing capabilities are poor to none. <laughs> yes, that yes. is true. Approaching zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, net loss. Hmm. I don't Something know. I probably about. would be a pretty good spear fisherman. Now that think? I think about it, but. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now that you, now that you put fifteen seconds of thought into it, you're like, you know what? I am excellent at that. And thing the thing is, is, and and it's and it'll save me a trip of actually trying it. Just oh, to just know that you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's how you sep- build self esteem. I think and, this and goes, this what, goes back that? to what we were talking about before. Like we've separated our uh, our physical realm from our. From our being, from our isness, from our self. Oh right? yeah. So you know, like this this other part of you, this metaphysical part, is a great spear fisherman. Yeah. You don't need to actually experience it now in real life, right? Uh, yeah, I'm already the best rowdy of all possible rowdies. <laughs> <laughs> 
I believe that. I do. I believe that. I don't see any. I don't see a whole lot of for improvement if we're just going with rowdies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Yeah, it's looking good. But I, I get, so I we get did, your point hey. with the humility thing, but you know. <laughs> I mean, if I cook a, a, a good pie, what the what the I'm hell gonna, is on I'm your gonna tell cup? everybody about it. Yeah, What's what are you your... drinking out of, Reed? <laughs> right, is that is my that Nick Coach Saban? Saban? Cup. <laughs> yeah, my Nick Saban cup. <laughs> Roll Tide. <laughs> this is the oh, best man. damn water cup of any damn water cup ever. Look at it. Yeah, it's 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 surprisingly short for it. Give me cup. the full. Yeah. Okay. I, I, Ten I, seasons. I, we've talked about this before, but I like how they put the logo, one of the local uh, Tuscaloosa establishment logos, right over his crotch. What is the establishment? The Nut House. Actually, I think that's a woman's face too. Good the, God. <laughs> the pecan hut. It is. It's like a bakery or something. It's like a woman mm. baker, and it's in a round. Yellow logo right over his crotch. Great placement, guys. Hey guys, this was like I a get... nineteen dollar Coke at Bryant Denny Stadium last time oh I was there, God. so I kept the cup. <laughs> Does it even have a Coke logo on it? Nope, but it has oh, wow. ATT logo. Do you know them Cokes are nineteen dollars, <laughs> Bryant Denny Stadium? <laughs> but you know what? Roll Tide. Mm-hmm. Roll damn Tide. Hey guys. One more, one more thing before we get to this whole uh, sports podcast we do. Yeah. We actually got some, um, I'm going to call this uh, listener mail. Okay. Because, oh. because it came um, in, in word form. Hey, it's your podcast. You can call it that it's if you want. It's my podcast. Yeah. Uh, we got this from, from Big City Adam. Uh, uh-huh. oh. I'm just going to read it now. Uh, he... <laughs> Apropos nothing, he decided to unload on us about his feelings about Ohio State and the current situation of the the overall landscape of of college football. Is there any background I need to know? No, it's best you don't. Okay. (laughs) Fair. The the podcast works best when you just drop in Star Wars slash Fortnite knowledge. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Now, so did he, this come to us via the sports, sports, sports uh, uh, group text that Rowdy is not on, correct? That is correct, yes. So he yeah, has cool. no foreknowledge of this, yes. <laughs> uh, but it's pretty poignant, I think. Uh, and I'll read it in, in its entirety. Uh, try to stay with me. I think the crux of the issue I have with the whole OSU deal... Do we need to know what that is? Not really. Is that in playing college football this year, the NCAA and the conferences were stating that they think COVID-19 can be controlled or at least managed, and therefore everyone can play football as long as they follow these strict guidelines. So once that happens, managing COVID outbreaks on your team is as much part of your season as winning football games. Play football well and you win games, but you have to manage COVID well so you get to play those games. It's like making weight for a fight. If you can't make weight, there's no fight. You could look like a great boxer and do all the things that passed at all the eye tests, Ivan Drago type things, but you <laughs> never make weight for your fights. No one considers you the best. So if OSU does get into the college football playoffs, it seems like it would be an admission that either A, they never really thought anyone could manage the virus and just wanted teams to look like they were trying, or B, they don't care about the actual competition part and just want the most popular teams in the college football playoffs, or C, both. Oh, that is spot on. I, I, I read that, and I was like, yeah, he, he nailed it. Yeah, so, for sure. I just wanted to read that because I think that's the first time we've ever gotten um, what I'm going to call listener mail. Rowdy, do you have any response to that? Yeah, we've had other listener mail. Okay, well, that's not really what I was asking you to respond (laughs) to. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, I appreciate so that. Fact check. Uh, I want to fact uh, check something actually, real quick. Well, hey, I, I have <laughs> to fact check or else high, we I'm, have had listener mail. Yeah, because if I because if I don't fact check that, then the commissioner and uh, food editor Dennis Chu are going to be chewing me out. So 
but yeah, as far as this whole thing uh, with the football and whatnot, um, the sports matches. So he, he's saying that. Is he saying that the fix is in? Is that what he's saying? He's saying that the fix n- never wasn't in. Which I is think. correct. In college football, who, that is always who is it, the case. Is it going to be Ohio State and Alabama? Is that what it's going to be? So his We don't point, know yet. Yeah, we don't know yet. But his point was, hey, if, if you're saying you, ca- you can't be in the playoffs if you can't be do part of the process yeah. that is this season, which is control COVID. Yeah. If you can't control okay. COVID, then you can't play. And if you can't play... And you can't be in the playoffs because you don't. You never played the games, no matter what we think you are. Okay. He, so has Ohio State story. not been managing COVID the well? Correct. That's the backstory no. you're missing here, Rowdy. Is that okay. Ohio State's had two games uh, postponed because they don't have enough players, scholarship players, to field the team because they have too much hmm. of the too high of an infection mm-hmm. rate. Well, yeah. So then, how do they factor the postponements into the rankings? Is it rankings to get into the... Well, that's exactly the thing. But here's here's a little bit more of the minutia, is the Big Ten has their own rules apart from the NCAA where Mm -hmm. they... The Big Ten has a rule where you have to play six games to be eligible for the Big Ten championship. And right now, Ohio State has only played four and that's where uh, the talk mm. is. I think it's probably the last headline, but we, we might as well just jump to it since we're talking about it. That's where the conspiracy with the Poison Nuts is that Jim Harbaugh, who they play not this Saturday, but next Saturday they're scheduled to play, could just possibly tank that game, say they don't have enough players to play, to just keep Ohio State out of the Big Ten Championship, which would then basically eliminate any possibility of them getting into the college football playoff as just Hmm. an ultimate troll Mm -hmm. of Ohio State. And we will get into more detail there because I think that's important. But, yeah, that's... But he's right. That 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 is part of the game this year is that you have to manage infection rate. And the analogy of the weight of the the weight in, weigh in it's spot is, on. Is, yeah, is perfect. It's yeah, part of it. You, you if you can't get in the ring, you know, there's the old yeah, adage. It's a physical and, attribute, which is even more on, on the nose. There's the old adage in college football, especially in the BCS era, era, but it comes up time to time now. Mm, uh, the BCS era, very very popular in the SEC, and it goes something like this. Ain't played nobody. Well, this brings <laughs> ain't played nobody to a whole new level because they literally haven't played everybody. Right. And they're not yeah, they're playing not just anybody. They're playing shoddy teams. They ain't played nobody. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So anyway, so that's, uh, that's the precursor to uh, how we usually like to start this podcast, which is uh, for me to say, hey, Rowdy. How about some sports? How about it? Hey, uh, first up, it looks like Raven, Ravens versus Stillers is finally happening. It finally happened. Uh, oh, it happened. Okay. Happened. It's, it, it happened today. Uh, 3.40 kickoff, as it were. Uh, the Ravens went to Pittsburgh, the confluence of the Allegheny and the Monongahela, and they lost 19-14. to 14. Uh, Reed, you had an interesting uh, tidbit of, of trivia that you said was announced this game. Yeah, uh, thanks to Mike Tirico and his commentary during the game, this week is the longest NFL week in the history of the league. The Detroit Lions kicked off at 12.20 on Thursday, Thanksgiving for the first game of the week. And as Snoop said, the Stillers kicked off at 3.40 today. So we had a Thursday to Wednesday week in the NFL, which makes it the longest week ever. So here's what happened uh, as the Steelers remain undefeated. Uh, On Monday, after the Ravens win against the Titans on that Sunday, uh, the team announced that they had some positive COVID test and they were shutting down their their practice facilities. So some of those players were Mark Ingram, 
J.K. Dobbins, who just had a huge game and I was really counting on to carry my <laughs> my uh, fantasy team through, and Gus uh, Gus Edwards for a minute, but I think he that must have been a false positive. So that was on Monday. Yep, and then well, that didn't come until later. Tuesday, they said more players had tested positive, including uh, a couple linebackers, and now they were starting to get into the offensive line. Wednesday, so this is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, that this game was supposed to happen Thursday night, so it was supposed to happen Thanksgiving night. On Wednesday, (laughs) the NFL officially announced that the game was going to be postponed. And uh, that it was going to be moved to Sunday night. So at this point, the Stillers are unhappy with this situation. Because they just Uh, kept kicking the ball down the field. They kept, yep, (laughs) just as they do in football, (laughs) correct. Uh, At this point, I mean, it's like we got got a full-blown super spreader event in Baltimore, in Charm City, it sounds like. Three more players on Wednesday were added to the COVID list including two more offensive linemen and one on defense. Then on Thursday, more positive tests come in, including uh, all-world Baltimore quarterback Lamar Jackson, uh, that is, which made the total at that point, I think it was seven or eight players. Hmm. Um, and then another four tested positive that day. So now they're up to 11, at least 11 players. And that John Harbaugh on that day said, the coach, uh, Jim Harbaugh's brother, uh, said that the earliest they could play was Monday. Now keep in mind, when he said the earliest they could play and field a team was Monday, one, their game is scheduled for Sunday. (laughs) And two, (laughs) the NFL is already forcing the Denver Broncos to play a game without a court without a quarterback. That's right. So then we have Black Friday. At that point, the games moved to Tuesday uh, because the Baltimore said they wouldn't have a team till Monday. Then Saturday, they had more testing and they added six additional <laughs> players to the list. So now we're up to seventeen players. Uh, Sunday. There was another positive test, so now 18. Monday, uh, they start signing players from their practice squad. The Tuesday, and then that uh, on Monday they announced that the Tuesday night game was now going to get moved to Wednesday afternoon. So at this point, they had uh, at kickoff on Wednesday they had 21 players. 21 of their 53 players were on the COVID list. To start that That's game. insane. Yeah. Which included that J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram, who were two of the first ones, they uh, they were supposed to come off the list, but they still didn't play, so I'm going to count them as on the list. Yeah, because they didn't even travel. Yep. Nope. Well, why would you? You got the right. COVID. Well, yeah, and you don't want to get on a plane with the COVID, but... Yeah, so uh, <laughs> RG3. You remember RG3, uh, Rowdy? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, sir. Robert, Robert Griffin Our, the RG3 third. started the game, and, and uh, boy, who would have guessed it? He didn't finish the game because he pulled a hamstring. That dude has the most fragile hamstrings of anyone in the league, I think. I, I said this to you, but I, I have no other way to explain it. When RG3 gets tackled, it really does. It just looks like cheap CGI. Like we couldn't spring, we couldn't, we couldn't spring for like the more expensive. Right. What do you call that? Anthropomorphic motion. So it's like eh, that. That's that's suits. not coming till the model RG four. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. RG, RG four. You get that. <clears throat> With the wireless. RG two was just a flip book. <laughs> it's true. Sometimes it looks like he's like a flip book guy. Just His I don't legs know. His, just go flipping around. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like chopsticks and silly putty. It just like he is terrible. Very straight and flips around. So, did he last? He lasted until the half. Is that right? And he came back in in the third. Uh, he 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 came up gimpy, but then he came back in. But then uh, he didn't finish the game. Uh, McSorley out of Penn Trace State McSorley. finished the game. Yeah, yeah. Had a seventy-five yard touchdown. To, he did. Uh, he looked he looked Hollywood better Brown. than. Uh, 
than RG3, that's for sure. But, but this yeah, is it, insane. It was a nightmare. It was. It, it, it makes me think that this is going to happen. This has a very high potential <coughs> happening with another team. And how the NFL has not actually canceled a game yet is beyond me. I mean, <coughs> they have they've pushed it through. But, I mean, especially with Thanksgiving and, and the spike that's, that's inevitable, I think, it, it, this, is, this could get squirrely towards the end here. Rowdy, let me ask you a question. Yes, on, sir. Because we just brought up Thanksgiving. In your family, mm. in a normal year, mm. your extended family is at wherever you go. I don't know. Where do you guys go? A lean My to? parents' house. Oh, at state parks? Okay. Fine. <laughs> you call it your parents' house? I'll play along. Are you talking about for Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah, we just yeah. go to my do you guys house. turn do you guys turn turn on the game like the the football games are they on is the TV oh. on is the football game no. on does anybody care no okay like it's no. a rodocker tradition that sports are are just not part of right. the fabric of your life to yes. touch the feel of cotton okay right. interesting every now and then we'll turn on Ohio State for my brother-in-law the Ohio State Right. The Ohio State for my brother-in-law. If he's there and there's a big game on. Interesting. Right. And, what and do you guys do? Act, and if they actually have a scheduled game, or their game isn't postponed. <laughs> right. If it's not canceled. Yeah. What do we do? Yeah, what do you do instead of that? Do you look Puzzles. at the TV? Do you guys just watch Ghostbusters? What happens? No, just sit around. Chat. Fellowship. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Eat, have some coffee, go outside, sit on the... Patio, if it's nice. I don't know. Do you I play might, games? I might, I might fall asleep on... Well, this time I fell asleep in a chair. Uh, <laughs> but... Like um, a lazy boy or like a dining room chair? Uh, it's, it's, it's lazy boy-ish. It's a okay. big, big, poofy chair. So I... Okay. Yeah, it's I, not. It's, he's not lazy. He's just slow. I can't. Well, it's, it's the chair. It's it's the yeah. chair. I can't. I can't resist that chair. Like it. It overpowers me because I don't normally sit on anything that comfortable in my daily life. So. This is at your parents' house. Yeah. So when I sit on that, I'm just kind of helpless. I just fall asleep. How is a chair lazy boy ish? I kind of um, feel like that's. I mean, I don't know how to describe it because it's not like you've got the lazy boy. There is a lazy boy there, but it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's just a, it's like a, it's like a couch it's like an type thing, but it's a mm. single chair. You know what I mean? And then it's got an, a matching ottoman. Does it rock? Mm. You follow Swivel? Does it no, 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 no. It doesn't rock or anything like that. It's just poofy. Does it do anything? It's just like no, a small couch. No, it's basically, couch. it's a couch. It's a couch. It's a one person couch. Can two I people guess. sit on it? Yeah, if you it's can tight? sit two people. Yeah, you can fit two people, but it's not be- a it's not a love seat. I believe that the term for that is a chair to share. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Well, there you go. It's a chair it's to like, share. It's a one and a half, basically. It's not yeah. as big as a love seat. Yes. And it's tight for two. Yep. Yeah. That's that's the chair to share. And I fall share. asleep in it every time. Um, yeah. So instead of watching football, you just fall asleep and you call that family time. Or play with kid, play with the play with the kids. You know. Okay. Just wondering. I mean, I can't. Ima- I couldn't imagine a uh, like a Thanksgiving without at least having the TV on. Yeah. In no. the other room that you could like pop in and see what the score is. Mm-mm. Reed, do you guys keep the TV on the game? It depends on where we are because we rotate. We do my parents' house, or then we do my aunt and uncle's house every other year. And if we're at my parents' house, then no, we don't have the TV on. We drink. We're more like Rowdy, sans the passing out in chairs. Although my uncle will pass out in a chair, but we on just Thanksgiving, sit around and drink I mean, toff, yeah, drink coffee. But if we're at my aunt and uncle's house in their den, they'll have the games on, and we'll and like my cousin and I will migrate in there after we eat and watch a little football. Yeah, just just pop in and pop out. It's yeah. not like it's not. The, I mean, it's uh, Detroit, so you don't want to sit there and watch the whole thing. So right, right. But inevitably, <laughs> you do, which is like exactly like yeah. Little Caesars, also from Detroit. Like, I don't want to sit here and eat the whole thing, but eventually, <laughs> right. like, pizza, it all pizza. just makes it. It yeah. all just makes its way into my mouth. Uh, yeah. All right. What else yeah. we got? 
Uh, LeBron signed a two-year, $85 million deal with the Lakers. Good God. Yep, this is a that, nice Isn't that the li- team he was already on? Yep, yep. Uh, this is a nice little extension for him. He turns 36 this month, guys. Hmm. LeBron James, happy 36th wow. birthday. So he, st- he, he be- still looks 15 years older than me, but... <laughs> yes. His yeah, you want to feel old. LeBron James is pushing... To this, this will the the end of this contract because he has one year left on the, his current Laker contract. This contract will put him on in his twentieth year in the league. So this year he's set to make thirty nine point two million. Then it'll go up Jeez. to forty one point eight, forty one point two, something like that, or forty point forty one point one million dollars, and then go up again to forty four and a half million in his final year, twenty two twenty three. So he's set to make, at the end of his 20-year career, which I don't know if he's retiring at that point, just I guess it depends on how well Space Jam 2, I was going to say, reboot, that's, is that better than Space Jam money? $435 million by the end of this extension is what he's looking at. Now get this. This is the most interesting part to me. His oldest son is 16 years old, Bronny, and he's set to graduate in 2023 which is when LeBron James is up for free agency. And if oh, LeBron if Bronny, if yep. Bronny is as good as people say he is, and I, I haven't seen his, his and one tape, but if he's as good as people say he is and he gets drafted, what we're going to be looking at is a free agent LeBron James able to sign anywhere he wants with a Bronny James in the league. Hmm. So it's possible oh that he God, set this up be intolerable. With, <laughs> with the intention of signing to the team wherever his wherever his son is playing, similar to uh, the the Griffies, Ken Griffey Senior and Junior, when they both played for Seattle. Yeah, but they were awesome. That's pretty wild, right? Reed, you, you probably gonna, have. You no think he's going to blame his son for his bad passes like he does his other teammates? Oh yeah. If you're if you're if you're Bronny, do you want anything to do with being on the team with your dad? Not a chance. A no thirty-eight-year-old LeBron James. <laughs> no way. I want to be my own player, man. I don't want to be. I don't want to be on my dad's team. I got my dad what harping he, on me and the coach. No, thank you. They're the same person. That's where you're well, wrong. That, point taken, sir. <laughs> yes. The GM, the coach, and, yeah. and LeBron James. That's what LeBron will do. He'll he'll go to his son's team in free agency, and then he'll buy the team, and his son will be doomed. Mm. That's kind That's of interesting. Prediction. That's my prediction. What's the team going to do? Currently, uh, Charlotte Hornets uh, playing no for way. Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, why not? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's not gonna be the Lakers. I don't know. I don't know what team we'll go to, but I'm. I was. I thought it was curious, and I know LeBron has in recent years has been signing these short-term deals and extensions. That's kind of been his mo, and it makes sense yeah, because he why only wants to go to to teams he can control and win a championship with by doing all the free agency signings himself. Sure that, but also he's not locking himself into like a smaller dollar amount. He's be, he's able to renegotiate his deal every year or every two hmm. years. Yeah, I think the longest contract he's signed since the Heat has been three years. So oh, since he took his talents to South Beach, yeah, that's probably mm-hmm, true. Mm-hmm. So that part, okay, this kind of makes sense. But the other part, it just seems a bit curious that that he would go into free agency the same year that it's possible his oldest son would be entering the league. I'm not saying, you, I'm just saying, I'm hearing people are telling me. think his son's going to be good enough to um, go straight into the league? I would, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about, I, you know, I'm... Because he's going to have to go to Europe or something to do that, right? <laughs> not anymore. No, they do allow a few. Like, you have to be... In the top 25 of the USA basketball prospect rankings. 
Like you have to be identified by USA Basketball as a top prospect to be able to go in without having any experience. Well, that's gonna now, be interesting because you never I saw any of Jordan's kids play. Now nope. Sharif O'Neal is supposed to be really good, so uh-huh. you're probably gonna see one of Shaq's at least one of Shaq's kids, but it doesn't always it doesn't always transfer. Domata Sabonis, that's Arbitus's kid. Yeah, Sabonis, that's Arbita. right. Yeah. Uh, I don't, but I don't know if he's good enough, and you guys will be shocked to hear, but I don't watch a lot of video for teenage athletes. Oh, well, you're missing out. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. Not a lot of not a lot of scouting on uh on the 16-year-old boys uh for me. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rowdy. <laughs> you seem shocked. You seem shocked. Appreciate that. What else we got? Uh this headline just says Broncos but without the quarterbacks. That's basically what happened. Yeah. So we got the Broncos, but we didn't get the quarterbacks. Okay. Uh, Well, next headline. Yeah. All right. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Now tell us more. Uh, So the Broncos were, uh, Denver Broncos were slated to play the New Orleans Saints on Sunday. Uh, Now, if you remember two headlines ago, um, the NFL bent over backwards to make sure the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers and the Balmer, or, uh, Balmer Ravens played. And they even moved the game to today, so all, a week after it was supposed to be played. Uh, the Broncos got no such treatment, though. They were slated to play on Sunday, and they did so, even though their quarterback tested positive for COVID-19, and three, their three backup quarterbacks were all deemed ineligible to play because they had direct contact with that player and that, that contact was maskless. So the Denver Broncos had to go into the game uh, fielding a wide receiver off of their practice squad as their starting quarterback. Who hadn't played uh, quarterback since high school, right? Had not played quarterback since high school. Now, you can imagine how this went. Uh, it wasn't good. I, yeah, that was, they, not a, that was not a very watchable game. Nope. 31-3, I believe, is how that one ended up. Uh, I did not pull up. I should pull up his. Did you look at his, his line, Reed? I didn't even I see what his stat was. seven times or nine times. I think that's it. I think he had one completion, if I remember correctly. I watched some of that game. And Did I'm you really? Sure he was like one for seven or one for nine. Um, and all they did was run the ball and run jet sweeps. And then Philip Lindsay went down with an ankle or a knee. So they lost like their lead back. It was, it was nasty. And then, yep. uh, Kendall- you know, New Orleans is kind of uh, handicapped too because of Breeze being out. And uh, Tatum Hill is not a quarterback. Taysom. But yes, Taysom, yeah. whatever. No, he he's not. not a but he had, he did have two rushing touchdowns. So for those of you in fantasy leagues, it's, it's not a bad day. I'm pretty sure that game combined had less than a hundred passing yards. It did. It did. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> so for the team, uh, yep, Kendall Hinton was one for nine for 13 yards, and, and Taysom Hill was. Nine for sixteen for seventy-eight yards. However, uh, as as many of you know, the NFL counts sacks against passing yards, not rushing yards, That's which right. means as a team, they only ended up the the Saints ended up with sixty-three yards and the 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 Broncos with twelve for a grand total of seventy-five yards passing yeah it was like watching a 1940s football game (laughs) it really was like it when they threw the ball everybody was like what's that like what are they doing yeah yeah it was bad did they do that could they throw that ball through the air like that it was terrible uh so uh come monday uh sorry tuesday all of the the um quarterbacks have been cleared and they can rejoin the team so, whereas, like I said, the NFL bent over backwards to make sure the Ravens 
That's Steelers a good point. Happen. That's a good point. Broncos, no such luck. Why? Yep. Why? Why did this happen? Because the Broncos suck. <laughs> okay. I don't disagree with you. Next, I next mean, headline. That's the, that, yeah, that's <laughs> the only thing I can think. Yeah. All right. Had, there, was no, there was nothing meaningful about this game, so eh, screw it. Well, you guys want to talk jerseys? Yeah, dude. Sure. All right. So there are new City Edition jerseys oh, yeah. uh, that have been created as a partnership between Nike and the NBA. And so each team has its own city jersey uh, that showcase different aspects of their, of their cities. Um, so Snoop kindly sent me a link to, uh, to these jerseys. And I'll just go ahead. Do you, do you want me to just tell you the best ones? Sure. Yes. Go for it. Well, tell me. Oh, yes. Go for it. The All best right, so and the, worst. Best Brooklyn Nets. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Uh, number two, Miami Heat. Oh, I like those. I like no, the Heat. Yeah. The Vice. The Vice. Number jersey. three, Charlotte Hornets. Mm, interesting. Number four, Pacers. Oh. And these are, these are what you ranked them? Yeah, and then uh, five, I would say Chicago or Memphis. Um, mm. So I like Chicago's, yeah. Yeah, so the the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, this is uh, this is some painter named Gene Michael Basquiat. Mm. Um, Probably never heard of him. Never heard of him, but apparently he's some you know bigwig in New York or something these days. He was. Um, he was. But uh, he they they uh, have based the the jersey on his uh his art style and yeah it's a pretty pretty interesting one it's got uh what do you call this area around your arm where your uh the sides the side stitching or whatever it looks like just like splashes of paint um i don't know it's armholes well under the armholes where where the front the sides on yeah um so yeah, so that one's pretty cool. Miami Heat, theirs is like uh, almost looks hyper color. It's like theirs is uh, cotton candy. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Bright pink, bright blue. Uh, you know, it's super super colorful. Um, so I think I, I don't think know. That they it, they had the full reveal on ESPN. I can't remember if it was today or yesterday, but they went through the whole history of the lo- of that jersey, the Vice. City yeah. jersey. And it started with a white version like six years ago. And then it was a black version, the pink version, and the blue version. I may get those out of order, but they said this was a culmination of all of those together. So they did they did a mashup of the pink and the blue. Cause it looks like if you yeah. they said if you run if you're running one way on the court, it'll be, you know, you're oh, the pink team. That's interesting. But if you're yeah. running the other way on the court, you're the blue team. So on offense, you'll be mm. one color. On defense, you'll be another color. Yep. So I thought that was kind of cool. And then the letters are, uh, they they are uh, the opposite. So on the pink side of the jersey, the letters are blue, and on the blue side, the letters are pink. They're that's a tactical advantage. Yeah. It is a tactical advantage. You never know who you're going to play. It's two confuse, on one all the time. the opponent. I thought that was a really cool jersey. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then the next two, so those are those are the kind of funky ones. Uh the next two, the Hornets and the Pacers are both pinstripe jerseys. The Hornets is a uh like mint mint colored uh with it's like mint and gold. Uh and instead of saying Charlotte it says Buzz City on the front. Um so I thought those that one was kind of interesting, uh, just from a color a color standpoint. I kind of like that the mint and gold, with the gold uh, gold and black touches, yeah, and then the Pacers cool. is just a pretty classic uh, pinstripe uniform. So it's the just blue and gold uh, gold gold sides, uh, and it just says Indiana across the front. But yeah, it's, yeah, but yeah, it's vanilla, but it's also like a throwback. Like that's yeah. the that's yeah, the Reggie is. Miller, mm-hmm. like early two thousands. Yeah, it's more of a royal we, blue we now with. instead of a navy blue. But yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah, I think those ones are pretty cool too. Uh, I would not have put that in my top four, but I think they are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, 
And then Chicago, like I said, Chicago and Memphis, I've got tied for fifth place. Uh, Chicago's, I got a couple complaints. I like the front. They use the sort of uh, Art Deco uh, Chicago theater signage um, on the front um, with the Zenny Optical logo uh, stuck on there too, which is not super cool. Um, (laughs) But then the rest of it, I'm like, I don't know why they, so they, they use the like very, you know, it's very, the very rounded art deco type, but then the rest of it, they're just using the big uh, slab serifs, which is, I mean, if you look at our, uh, our logo, that's what we use. So it's a very like, you know, sports Jersey typeface. So I don't like that. They mix the, they don't, mesh well that flow does uh, it yeah no so i like the front but the rest and i like the colors but the rest is kind of a jumble um and then memphis is interesting because it's mm-hmm. so it's celebrating uh stacks records it's the it's called the memphis city memphis soul city edition and it's oh, wow. uh got the isaac hay it's like the isaac hayes signature edition um, it's got the so, glasses. It's got his name on it. Mm-hmm. It's got the Stax Record logo on it. Yep. It's got everything. And, look and at that. the, the, the stripes. The stripes are supposed to look like uh, vinyl, uh, vinyl grooves. So if you huh. notice, it's sort of a, pin, a black on black pinstripe, but it's oh, it's yeah. uh, ba- it's supposed to be vinyl grooves. Oh, I see. As you mm-hmm. kind of, as it kind of moves, mm-hmm. it flows. Yeah. And yeah. did you see all the piping? All the piping has yep. little things on it. it yep. It, MG for Booker T and the MGs. Yep. I see in there. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. it's pretty cool. Um, so it's got I, some yeah, green okay. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna just as a as a I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm gonna just go ahead and knock um, Chicago out of the running here. Sorry, Chicago. Yeah. As yeah. a total package, I would say Memphis. Memphis takes that that. Actually, I would say for creativity, I'm going to bump it up above uh, the Pacers. Well, here's what I have to say about that choice. You're right. Okay. C- continue. It, well, that's it. That's that. I was gonna. I, I was just listing my top five. I will say that my the the my least favorite is Cleveland. So Cleveland, uh, because of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, they spelled out the word Cleveland using fonts from uh, bands like Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, David Bowie, and Nirvana uh, to spell Cleveland, but it just looks like a mess. Um, it, it it's an interesting thought, but yep. it just looks like a mess. And then it's too small. Like, if you're going to do it, yeah. make, that, make it bigger. Um, make the logo bigger. Make um, it bigger. Yeah, so I, I get what they were doing. It's just it's poorly executed. Here's my here's my least favorite. Yeah, uh, is Oklahoma City. And oh, Oklahoma I was just City looking Thunder. at that one. Did yeah. you see that one? So yeah. that was actually done in collaboration with their corporate sponsor, Loves. I can oh, tell yeah. because the Loves logo yeah. is gigantic on it. It is yeah. large, and it it looks like <laughs> the pumps, the gasoline pumps. At a love station. Yeah. They use the exact uh, design it of does. a gas pump at a truck stop for their their jersey. <laughs> I'm not making that up. No, that's it really, well, no, you're it, not, yeah, you're it really right. is. I wouldn't have noticed that, but you're right. And it's they dress really them like gas pumps. Yes. At least you could have gone if, flying J. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and they're owned by the same people, so maybe they should yeah. have gone Flying J. Flying J is a superior product. Doors to the floor, baby. Flying J's. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't... I, I, I am... I was shocked when I saw that uh, on how, like, blatant the corporate positioning was on it. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, like, you didn't even try and hide it. You just said... <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna dress them like. Oh yeah, most pump. most of them you don't see the the sponsor. I mean, it's not it's not huge. Ours Pacers is Motorola. It's a little large, but like it's not terrible. Um, but, but none of these like even if when you have a when you have a corporate sponsor, okay, fine, that's one thing. Like usually, you try and like put that on there and maybe like 
you know, match the colors. I yeah. don't know. But this is like we went to our corporate sponsor and said, what should what, yeah. hey, what, what is iconic about Oklahoma designers? City? Oh, yeah. our gas pumps. Yep. That's what's iconic yeah, about I mean, Oklahoma that's City. It. Hey, Loves, uh, could you have one of your designers just do this for us? It's yeah, and it was know. due on a Wednesday, and they on Tuesday night he's like, "What am yeah. I gonna do? Right. What what file do I already have open? <laughs> the so gas pump file. Yep, send it to our gas pump guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish and I that had, was and that was I Ted's biggest day, biggest day, uh, <laughs> yeah. biggest yeah. day. Ted, Ted has had a hell of a as day the, as the loves designer. It's what he's always wanted. It's what Ted has always wanted to do. Unfortunately, he only oh only had the one design since college. He's just been working on the one design. Poor Ted. Speaking of the one Overall, design, I think, I, think, I think the weakest is Boston because they just oh, replicated so? their championship banners, and it's a little wordy. They have Boston Celtics on the front, and it looks crowded to me, but it does look like mm. a championship banner. If that's what you're going for, it's a win. Haters. Haters. Taters. Hot taters. That's right. It's time for the surest thing in podcasting served up for your consumption. Smothered, covered, chopped, and chewed. Rowdy. Hey, Rowdy. How's it going tonight, buddy? Great. It's been a long time. It was a long week for you, man. The NFL went a full seven days this time. How, how'd that go for you? Cool. Were you, were you able to catch all the games? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, sir. No, don't. Oh, man. And I didn't even hear about them. I like to be surprised. Oh, well, actually, I don't like surprises. <laughs> okay. If I'm, if I can be honest with with you, <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> the honesty. I also honest don't like the. I like the honesty. I don't like the misdirection that you threw my way. But hey. <laughs> Uh, we're all living through it. Hey, Rowdy, wanted to do a couple things. Just quick housekeeping. Sure. Right now, uh, at the end of week 12, with, uh, is that right? End of week 11, you are 27 and 23. That's Ooh, pretty that's, good. That is very good, actually. I'm, I'm shocked. If I remember last year, you actually ended up about four games under 500, five games under 500. Mm-hmm. So Improving. you're doing quite well for yourself. But there was one, there is one area that I pointed out last time that you have not done well in. Yeah. Uh, and it's 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 spreads over one touchdown, spreads over seven. You are okay. not good at predicting these games. And then this is kind of a who is. Uh, you are two and seven if the spread is over seven points mm. in selecting those games. Okay. That's when you're really, really bad. So take that for what it is. But I just, I, I, I pointed that out last time. You're not great in the big spread games. So if there are any this week, uh, There's you might want to keep that in, in your back pocket. Okay. Okay. I don't quite know what to do with that information, but let's roll. (laughs) Well, it's just something that you might want to consider. I said, let's roll. Okay, fine. (laughs) Jeez. Okay, here we go. So no Thursday game this week, just so you know, Rowdy. No Thursday game. So we're we're going straight into into Sunday games. Sunday, 1 o'clock, Cincinnati. The Bengals go all the way down to Miami to face the Dolphins. The Dolphins are looking good. They might actually finish first in the AFC East. This is 11.5-point spread. So we're just going to start it off with your weak spot. Miami is, is favored. Who you got? Dolphins. Man, that took a long time. <laughs> For somebody who wanted to hurry up, that, that took a really so long time. It was so loud, too. <laughs> Got Fitz Magic in that one. Okay, also at 1 o'clock, Indianapolis. The Colts go to Houston after their huge loss against the, the Tennessee Titans. Houston is without their star quarterback and now without their star wide receiver, Will Fuller, the fifth, who tested positive for PEDs and will be out for six games. Uh, Houston what is PEDs? A point what was he taking? What? What was he taking? Uh, PEDs. Right, That's but what? Peds. I know, uh, but what? 
I, d- I don't know exactly. I wasn't there. Hmm. Everything uh, Probably at blood this point doping. would be hearsay. EPO. Yeah. EPO is what my guess is. Yeah. The cream and the clear. He had them both. <laughs> he talked to our buddy Jose. Uh, Houston is a three-and-a-half-point underdog at home. The over-under is 51. That seems high. Uh, maybe Vegas hasn't gotten the news yet. Rowdy, who you got? Let's go Coats. Yeah, Coats. All right. Looking at the 4 o'clock games, we have the New York football giants without Daniel Jones, their middling second-year quarterback, going to Seattle. Seattle, we got another big one here, Rowdy. I didn't pick these on purpose. Yes, I did. Seattle is a (laughs) 10-point favorite at home. Who you got? I mean, so what are you saying, that I should pick Seattle? I'm saying you should go with your gut because it's gotten you this far. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> but when I'm talking about the spread, so though, irritable. what am I saying? I'm saying... You're saying that Seattle has to win by 10 points if you pick Seattle. Or yeah. The Giants and, have to oh, and not you're saying, lose by you're 10 saying points. That, you're saying that these games that I say that, okay, I say that Seattle's going to win by 10 points... You but have consistent. You have consistently picked the uh, favorite I, in the. I overestimate. I overestimate the amount that they'll win by. So no, you're that's saying not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> so I'm you're saying, saying don't the, let the, him the get Giants head could rowdy. the Giants could be within I. They could be within seven points, and I would lose. Mm-hmm. That is what I'm saying. Even if the Seahawks win. And I okay. Now you're messing with me. I'm gonna go with the Giants because I don't understand. Mm, that's the wrong pick. Yeah, you. Okay, never, then I'm gonna go words, with the Seahawks words, words, because words you should never, ever, ever say in your life are. I'm gonna go with Giants because I don't understand. <laughs> never. never. I think never, a lot never. of people. I think a lot of people say that. Yeah. Um. Okay, Seahawks. Then I'm back. Okay. We're back. Okay. Yeah. We're back in business, right. and I feel good about this because that's what I. You, See, you're playing mind games with me because yeah, you told me to go, go with my gut, and that's what I did. Just do I'm going with thing. my gut. Yeah, yeah. Do okay. your thing. All right, your next game. Uh, we have uh, Philadelphia going to Green Bay. The uh, spread on this one is eight and a half, Green Bay. Rowdy, who you got? Um, I always like to pick these teams that are playing at home. Mm-hmm. You do. And it sounds yes. like that. And the, if they're big favorites, that's where you shine, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Um, you you said it was the Steelers. No, I said <laughs> Philadelphia. The other. The, the Philadelphia other, Steelers. The other Keystone what's team. Philadelphia. What's the Philadelphia team called? Eagles. Okay. Oh, uh, you know, I don't know. Let's go Philadelphia. Wow. Yeah, this could be Jalen Hurts' first uh, first start. Because, see, I'm not going with my gut, and that, and that doesn't feel like the right pick, but I don't know. Yeah. You're, you're telling me to mix things up, so hey, I'll mix it up. Hey, you win a lot of money if Philly wins. And finally, Denver, the Broncos, back chock-a-block full of quarterbacks, go to Kansas City to face the Chiefs. Oh, Kansas uh, City Chiefs are going to win this. Yes, you know, sir. You, you're probably saying that only because Reed has gotten into your head and the Kansas City Chiefs are one of his top 15 favorite teams. No, it's because of Andy Reed. Oh, that's true. He's your guy. All right. The, do you want to know the spread? They're 14-point favorites. Uh, okay. That seems good. <laughs> yes, that seems right. All right. So just to recap, uh, Miami, you've got minus 11.5 at home against the Cincinnati Bengals and their lack of lack of quarterback. You've got Indianapolis going to Houston and winning that one by three and a half. You've got Seattle taking down the New York football giants. We waffled over that one for a while, but we settled on Seattle minus 10. Philadelphia plus eight and a half in the frozen tundra. And finally, Kansas City minus 14 over Denver. Rowdy, do you want to tease these bets? Uh, Sure, I'd like to tease. I'll say, you know what? Why don't you slip into something more comfortable, like a coma? <laughs> Yikes. I'm teasing. Fever, fever, 
haters. All right, and finally, you guys want to talk about the Team Up North conspiracy? Here's the conspiracy, Rowdy. We mentioned it earlier right. in the show, but I want to get your take on it as you are a fellow conspirator. Um, here's the deal. Michigan sucks this year. <laughs> and Ohio State... It's not a hot is, take. I just thought it was funny. It is not. It's just a fact. And Ohio State's teetering yeah. on the brink of ineligibility, like I explained before. they got to get six games yes. in to be eligible for the Big Ten Championship. So here's, here's the conspiracy. Does Jim Harbaugh tank the game? In, and by tank, I mean not play the game claiming some kind of uh, COVID-related uh, rationale so that Ohio State cannot get their six games in, which then removes them from the possibility of being in the Big Ten Championship, which at this point would put Indiana in the Big Ten Championship coming out of the uh, East, Big Ten. No, what East or East? Yeah, the Big Ten East. So... What happens, Rowdy? And do you think that this is a legitimate possibility? Does Michigan oh, tank so do, to keep Ohio State, their arch rival, out of the tourney? Do they have to? Okay, if you claim, like, oh, well, we've got this COVID incident or whatever, do you have to show, like, is there any kind of, like, HIPAA, like, we can just, we're just going to tell you that there's COVID stuff on the team, but, like, we can't. I share do not, that info or I do not believe that the teams release the names of the players that test positive. Okay. Then yeah, I don't know if they will do it, but it's definitely something that they should do. That is a beautiful plan. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. D yes, be yes, so but it would be also, awesome. You also understand, just so we're clear, maybe you No, don't I don't the same, understand like, gut, probably. reaction like got reaction to this but you also understand that if this conspiracy goes through and they don't play that in this uh, hypothetical the heroes of the story are the michigan wolverines i'm okay with that okay and i'm a i'm a i'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a steak man like jim harbaugh not a milkman not a milk and steak man but i'm a steak man like jim harbaugh <laughs> the only mm -hmm. downfall that I see is, with this is that we got to spend a calendar year listening to the Poison Nuts claim that they could have won it all, but Jim Harbaugh mm -hmm. screwed them when they don't have a... Per, they, I don't think they can beat Notre Dame, Alabama, or Clemson this year. Yep. So you, Indiana you, gave them a run okay. for their money. They were 22 and so a half point you, favorites in Indiana lost by seven. Which would be more worth? So I think wouldn't That's it be hilarious yep. to hear them complaining? Uh, also, would you rather see them? If you think they're going to lose, would you rather see them get destroyed with the possibility that maybe they'll surprise you and hurt a team that you like, or just see them completely squished this year and all they have left is to complain? Because I think I think the Michigan option is the funniest. It Personally. is the funniest, and, and you know what? I'm kind of with you, Rowdy. Like, I, I mean, I'm used to hearing the uh, Poison Nuts squawk anyway, so... Yeah, they will. With it. Like, let, that's let the thing. Let take them Cause, down. Because <laughs> if they play, if they play those games, and they still, and they lose those games anyway, they're still going to complain about that. So, yeah, they're going to complain either way, so, yeah, that's why true. not? That's true. The only thing is I yeah, really at least would you, like at to least see you, Bama take a shot, get their shot again at Ohio State. But who, I, think, would, I think the difference between the two types of complaining are there's a complaint of the realistic, like the real outcome, and there's a complaint into the void of the hypothetical. Mm. Like right. you have no way to prove to... Uh, Ohio State fan and Ohio State fan. Sure. And and the Ohio State fan. So you're saying that because of that they <laughs> that can they still were feel that bad about if it if they never played versus you can say you were that bad cuz you did play and you did lose. Yeah. So there's two there's two types of complaining and well, I think like yeah. I mean or you couldn't you say like 
yeah, maybe Michigan did screw you over, but maybe if you had handled COVID better, yeah, it wouldn't that's have mattered. Big city's point. That, that's it. Back, that's yeah, it. back to big city's point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 You have nobody to like that game kept you out. Uh, that that game, I guess it, it it was the last game that kept you out, but it wasn't the only game that kept right. you out. That's right, Illinois and whatever job. the other game was. If you had played either one of those, you could have still been in. You'd have been fine. Yep. 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 But again, Michigan's the hero in this, and and you're right. Like I don't know if anybody outside of Ohio State would ever argue. It is the funnier outcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it will be. It will be hilarious. What day will we know? It's nec- not this coming Saturday, but next Saturday. Okay. So the Saturday after this coming Saturday. Okay. So which one is that, Rowdy? Is that, <laughs> is that next Saturday? Saturday, af- Saturday after next. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah, probably. Uh, well, that's it. We did it. We did sports. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner Brandon Casburn, Food Editor Dennis Chu, and the Honorary Ball Boy this week is Ball Woman uh, Free Climber Emily Harrington, who was the first woman to scale the Golden Gate route on El Capitan in Yosemite in under 24 hours. Unbelievable. Wow. She she took a huge uh, fall there last year around this same time. So a year right. removed from that, she's she's free climbing the whole thing. Crazy. Yep. Congratulations to you. Uh, make better life choices. That's all I have to say about that. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss, including the poison nuts. We'll turn this thing. You know what? We'll turn this thing into a Poison Nuts podcast. If we get, if we get, uh, how many listeners? If we get 100 listeners this week, uh, we get plenty more than that. Whoa, Don't worry, whoa, guys. whoa, We're definitely whoa, not whoa, going dude. out of business. One, 100? <laughs> 100 new listeners. New listeners this week. We will turn this thing into a one hour of, of Ohio State. Wall-to-wall Ohio State coverage. <laughs> Nothing, nothing but, oh, you know what we're going to call it? Nuts in our mouth. Don't forget to rate (laughs) us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it?